Hey guys, I'm Rhea Fry, best-selling author, business owner, wife, mother, but most of all, I'm a human. And I'm Joe Tower, entrepreneur, producer, editor, husband, son, and I am also a human. As writers, we're always digging behind the story of publishing, ego, process, to get to the deeper truth of who we are and why we're here. While we're still pursuing that mission of the Right Way podcast, we wanted a platform where we could talk about being writers as well as being human. Now we'll be spending each episode talking with real people about real shit. This is the real story. Hey everybody, welcome to a very short, to the point, tactical solo episode of the Real Story Podcast. So usually on these solo episodes, I'm diving into some aspect of self or holistic ways of being or some sort of revelation or personal insight into what's going on for me in my journey. Today, I am going to talk about a revelation I had, but in relation to writing, the process of writing, and how I'm going forward as a writer. So by now, most of you know that I have received a brand new two-book deal with HarperCollins for their imprint, Harper Muse, which publishes women's fiction, historical fiction, and Southern fiction. Could not be more excited to kind of dive in and get a a restart on my publishing journey, Um, writing books, the types of books that I really love to read, though I still do, of course, love suspense and thriller books as well. But as I'm going forward, you know, the other year, which will come out next fall, has already been written and I'm waiting on edits for that. But I'm about 100 pages into this new book that I'm super excited about which will become the second book of this two-book deal. And true to form, I mean, okay, so I've written four nonfiction books, five novels, and the whole time I avoid outlining like the actual plague. So anytime that I'm interviewed, you know, a lot of times writers get asked, are you a pantser? Are you a plotter? And pantsers just kind of fly by the seat of their pants. They write as they go. And plotters are, of course, outliners. They take their time. They come up with a big synopsis. And I thought that I had to fit into one of those categories. So for me, I do like giving the story flexibility. Sometimes books come to me from start to finish in one complete vision almost, which is super cool, but how I'm going to get from A to B isn't super apparent. So that's usually when people will write an outline or synopsis. Now, Joe is brilliant at writing outlines and writing a very, very fleshed out synopsis. However, I realized for my brain, what happens when I see a synopsis and I start thinking very granularly, like this is, you know, pages and pages and pages of what's going to happen before I've written the book yet, it doesn't, that my brain doesn't work like that. I can sit down and write a chapter, but when I'm, I'm looking at the whole book, to plot it out ahead of time just feels strange. So the other day, I was at this stuck point. I realized with all of my books, I get stuck around page like 75 or 100. And it's probably because (laughs) I don't have an outline. So when I'm sitting down to write, and this is for so many writers, whether you're 
fiction or nonfiction, when you sit down to write and you don't have a direction of where you're going, it's very easy to just get up and walk away or tell your tell yourself that you'll just do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll just finish it tomorrow. It'll be fine. Or I'll get a start tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and you sit down and you're blocked and, you know, you keep pushing it off. And this tends to happen with me a lot. Now, I'm a very fast writer. I can get a lot done in a short period of time, but I'll also take these big chunks of time off because I do not have a clear direction of where I'm going. So the other day I pulled out this little trick that I've used in the past and I and I discovered how to use it to write all my books from now on. I'm so excited. So I've called it like the post-it note trick, or in this case, I took index cards. I usually do this after a book is written, but this time, you know, I only have a hundred pages. So I took this stack of index cards that are here in my little writing studio, and I looked at each chapter that I had already written. And in one summation sentence, I wrote down basically what happens in that chapter. So this is a great, great exercise. If you do already have a draft of a book to have one index card or one post-it note and you write that summary sentence of what happens in a chapter and you go chapter by chapter. So I did that for like the first 20 chapters and I could very easily see where I needed to rearrange some things, where I needed to condense or you know, even like trim the fat. If nothing is happening in a chapter and it's not moving your plot forward, you probably don't need it in there. So it's a really wonderful way to see if you actually have like a story arc and is something happening in the right places, etc. So I did that and I was like, okay, cool. And then, da da da, my lightning strike moment, I looked at the back end of my book that had not yet been written. And I was like, well, I know how I want it to end up, roughly. How am I gonna get there? So I took another stack of index cards and I started to write out what I wanted to happen. But instead of paragraph upon paragraph, I wrote one sentence per index card about what would happen next for these characters in this story. And to my surprise, when my brain realized that it did not have to fill in the gaps with all these teeny tiny details, but instead I could just write one sentence about where I wanted to go, I knocked out the last 20 chapters of this book in about five minutes. And I sat there and looked at it and I was like, oh my God, I've just created my roadmap for where I'm going for the rest of my book. And it wasn't pages and pages and pages of text. It was with these simple little index cards. So from there, I was like, well, let's put this to the test and let's see if it works. I like to write, you know, I don't like to, you know, stick necessarily to a firm, fast word count deadline. Uh, Megan Collins, who we've mentioned many times on this podcast, has appeared on this podcast. She has a 500 word a day rule, which I think is great. But for me, sometimes I like to think in chapters. I like to create a full chapter. So I pulled two of those index cards. So in this case, it was like chapter 20 and chapter 21. And I put them beside my computer and then I wrote them. <laughs> I wrote, I knew where I was going because I knew what I wanted to have happen in that chapter. 
and I wrote it. And then I moved on to the next one and I wrote it. So now when I sit down, I have my index cards. I know which chapter I am writing. I know roughly what I want to happen. And it has quite literally changed how I approach the page. And it sounds so simple. And a lot of writers might be like, uh, yeah, this is where have you been? But for me, I've just always thought that unless you can really flesh out a, a plot and you can write a big sy- synopsis or an outline, like then I shouldn't even try. But this is such a happy middle ground for me and the way that my brain works. So I started thinking, well, could we apply this to nonfiction? And could we apply this to the nonfiction book proposal even? Because I've noticed um, specifically with a client, uh, a recent client that I've had who's been so stuck, and I'm talking like six weeks stuck on the chapter breakdown section of the nonfiction book proposal. And that section is just what it sounds like. It's kind of like writing a novel. You're basically writing a summary of what each chapter of your nonfiction book is going to contain. And a lot of people, when they get there, they're like, well, I don't know. So typically we start with chapter titles. So we know, you know, you can kind of figure out what chapter titles you want. But then in the book proposal, you have to write a one page summary of what that chapter should be. And for a lot of people, they just don't know yet. So I thought, wow, well, can we apply this index card rule to the chapter breakdown? And the answer is yes. When you think in short, direct, concise sentences, you're not getting lost in the details, but you're really trying to get to the point of a chapter. So for nonfiction, you are delivering information for people. You are solving problems for people. So figuring out what you want the reader to take away chapter by chapter is very, very easy. And you could do that if you were going to write your whole book. You could just have your stack of index cards. Doesn't even have to be in order at this point and just tackle a chapter a day. For novels, it can be a little bit trickier because for most of us, especially if we're in genre fiction, you do kind of have to follow a formula. So knowing what is happening act by act, knowing where the conflict is, knowing where and how the resolution is going to happen. It's really important to study books in your genre that you want to write, like, and see how they hit these different elements. One of my great friends who used to be in a writer's group named Cheryl, she's a phenomenal writer. She used to do this index card trick with books that she really loved and books like she wanted to kind of be like or write like. And she would take a deck of index cards and write out in a sentence what happened in this book, in any book, chapter by chapter. So she could really start to compare and see author by author if they were somehow following the same formula. And what I love about this trick is it's just not time consuming. You are not married to any sort of plot and you can change it up. So for instance, you know, I wrote down, um, I was, I was writing a chapter and I kind of wrote down this summation sentence and I was like, wow, this doesn't really feel like a fully fleshed out chapter. So then I kind of tweaked it in the moment, but I still know where I'm going. And the biggest 
detriment, I think, to any writer is when they sit down and they don't know where they're going. They don't have a plan, but they don't want to write an outline. And that's where I have always been. So when I get inspired, I write. And when I'm not inspired, instead of pushing through that and continuing to work on my craft and continuing to write, I often just kind of leave it or bury myself in client work instead of realizing that as long as I can set myself up and have a direction to follow, then I know where I'm going. So I'm super excited about this. I would love to know if anybody out there uses any tricks like this. If you want to try this index card trick, and this can be used too for like courses that you want to build, books that you want to write, whether it is fiction or nonfiction, a podcast series, a blog series, you can do it for so many different things. And I think just putting the pen to page, simplifying it down to one concise sentence can really change the game, eradicate writer's block, and get you moving forward without having to write pages and pages and pages of lengthy synopses. Would love to hear from you. What are your tools, tips, and tricks for breaking through writer's block and getting words down on the page? Until next week, guys. Thanks for listening to Right Way Presents The Real Story. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and comment. And for more information on The Real Story and Right Way, visit rightwayco.com.